0: Finally doing what uh, I know I should be doing, uh, I've said that I have needed to do, which is getting to know your audience and customers better by talking to them. So, I think one of the cop-outs I've used early on is just listening to sales calls, which I still think is important. There's a lot that you can gain out of that, both with understanding how the sales team does their work and 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 what prospects say, customers say. However, uh, by you actually doing the talking, I think there's some other things you can you can get out of it. So, five big lessons that I've learned, they're kind of like larger principles, but I'll get into the specific specifics of how I learned them. So, number 1, we make plenty of assumptions about our audience that probably aren't true. And the only way that you're going to understand whether they, you know, are untrue or not is by talking to them. So, Case in point with mine right now, we're spending a lot of time talking to customer success and support people, trying to understand that space. And an assumption that I think I erroneously made was that I overestimated the amount of content online that they are consuming related to their job function. Uh, The people that we've talked to are putting in tons of hours right now, Um, you know, 10 to 12 hour days sometimes. And because it's just so busy, they just don't have. I mean, they just don't spend the time reading or watching stuff. Um, and that presents a challenge. I think that presents a challenge for us as a marketing team because, you know, if we're t- for other job functions, they're spending time reading content on. You know, say you're a, excuse me, say you're an engineer, right? <clears throat> you're probably constantly searching on how to do certain things or security practice or whatever right well with folks like this they just start doing it um the flip side is that there might be opportunity there because if they're not doing it that means nobody's provided enough value to merit it and if you can figure out how to provide enough value to merit it then maybe you've got something so so, yeah, make plenty of assumptions. The only way we're going to get through past those is talking to them. Okay, lesson number two. People are willing to help. They're willing to help, especially if there's no sales pitch involved. So, I think this is why it's important to not just listen to sales calls because there's, there's some underlying pressure there and people are guarded. If you do something as simple as just like, take them out to lunch, you're very clear that, like, hey, there's no sales pitch trying. Like, we don't, this isn't, we don't care if you use our product right now. We're just trying to get to know how your job works. It's a different chat. And, uh, I think that helps. I think people are willing to help, you know, you just, you just have to ask and then just make it clear that you're not going to try and get anything out of them. Um, they're really, they're just helping you by giving you information. So, uh, I think people like being helpful in that regard, you know, when there's not money attached to it. It's more of like a human relationship, so people are willing to help. All right, effort number three. Uh, I guess this is sort of related to point number one, but our efforts to personalize our content for our folks might actually show how out of touch we are with the market. Isn't that weird? So, kind of goes back to assumptions. So let me let me walk through another assumption that we made that was wrong. And, you know, if we personalized it this way, so, uh, I was talking to somebody in customer success and in a lot of our content, we've grouped customer success and support in their own bucket, like the same bucket. And apparently customer success teams can be rolled up into all sorts of different organizations, depending on the business. Like it's just however they choose. So a lot of times it would be rolled up under sales and customer success has more of even like upgrade quotas. It's like they're, they're way more similar to sales than they would be support. Uh, And by, so if we were to like, say, let's take that customer success group, but we've grouped them in support and we're sending out content that's more related to support when something that's about sales might ring more true to them we're essentially depersonalizing it and missing out. So our positioning could be way off. Point number four, I guess this is just uh, an expansion of point number two, actually. People really do spend the time to do things that they think are valuable. So in these conversations that I've talked to with the customer success folks, they're so busy because they, that's they feel like they know what they need to do they're focused on that and there isn't other stuff out there that's more valuable to them to help them do their job or get better outcomes or whatever so if it's not valuable they're not going to do it and uh an interesting point this was this one's a more specific one so i guess it's not a broader lesson. But it was interesting to find out that uh, in the case of customer success and support, a lot of those professionals are using that as like a stepping stool to get into a different organization, whether that's like, hey, I'm getting success, so I'll get into marketing or sales, or I'm going to start with support so I can get into product. It's kind of a stepping tool. So that might explain a little bit more too, of why they might not consume the content that I was thinking they would consume. Because you're not like totally amped about support stuff. Maybe you're much more interested in product, but in order to get there, you have to go through the support route. So if you're not like, there's not like a total interest and you're not like really trying to make a crazy difference in your work within that role, yeah, yeah, I guess you'd be focused on a different path and trying to learn stuff about product or sales and building up those skills as opposed to uh, something in success and support. So fun ta- fun challenges to discover, think through and figure out the answers for. So uh, the only only way you'll find those is if you talk, talk to people. So talk to people.